Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. Guys, Is it still a war? Huh? Is it still a war? In name only. In name only. <laughs> Guys, it, we have a wedding tonight. Do we? Yeah. Well, I mean, we have well, a wedding. I mean, they delivered. But I feel like we have about 18 hours of content before we get to the wedding. That's called WCW. <laughs> yeah. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I'm not really one for weddings, so I dressed as nicely as I could. You know, I'm wearing my G-string tuxedo. I wanted to be I, festive. At least you're festive. We're all dressed up tonight. Somebody mistook me as Rikishi earlier, though. I don't know <laughs> what that's about. No cells, living legend, Mike Booble. I've got my black tie on. It's around my cock, but, you know, I'm still wearing it. Classy folk here. I We're have my uh, tuxedo t-shirt on. <laughs> Checks out. Sleeveless. He also has his cummerbund cock ring. Ooh. So Ooh. It might fall out, so we'll find out later on if it does. <laughs> so before we get to talk about this wedding on Raw, let's go to WCW. November 29th. Guys, this is the like last couple days of November. Yeah, we're we're flying through this year. We're almost in the new millennium. You know, we've only got uh, three weeks until Starcade, or two weeks, two weeks because we have this. Yeah, we're two weeks till Armageddon, so we have three weeks till Starcade, yeah. Star which means we have about six weeks till sold out. <laughs> that sold out. <laughs> you know, guys, <laughs> I, I would say this, you, you, got, you guys are in. you guys are teasing sold out so much. I, Don't go limp like on the pyro. Oh, it's, impo- it's impossible. It'll be maybe the best show we ever do. It's impossible. You cannot go limp on this. Awesome. Even if I ran out of gas, the content is there. Because then it, you just watch the show. <laughs> ironically, it won't be there. But it'll be here. Ironically. So we're going to go to November 29th, 1999 for WCW Nitro. We're in Denver, Colorado in the Pepsi Arena. Like mile high city. How about you, JR? Pepsi Center. Pepsi, Pepsi Arena. <laughs> Center. Pepsi Arena is in Albany, New York. Well, that's what they put down. They're, They're wrong. both wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> Them and JR. It's the fucking center at the end of the name. It says uh, it on the goddamn building, which assholes. Uh, they start the show off with a memoriam of uh, Hiro oh, yeah. Masuda. Who? Hiro <laughs> Matsuda. He was a badass motherfucker. Yeah. He was a wrestler in the 50s and 60s, uh, kind of a shooter, um, tough as, as nails, uh, and was one of... And was one of uh, Eddie Graham's uh, shooters in the Florida territory, especially with uh, when people wanted to become pro wrestlers, they would take him to the armory and have Bob Roop and Hiro Matsuda kill them. Yep. Uh, usually, they went running down the the they went running down the street, never to return. Uh, but he had a penchant for training football players who became wrestlers. Um, just a couple of the people that he trained, uh, Ron Simmons. Pretty good. Lex Luger. Yep. Hulk Hogan. Well, it's getting worse. But, I mean, name-wise, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good three. He uh, he trained others, but those are far the most famous. Um, Yeah, and then he uh, came in in 89 when J.J. Dillon left to go to the WF and became the manager of the Four Horsemen <laughs> for reasons nobody knows. Checks out. Um, All right. That was weird. But, yeah, okay, he passed away. Um, So, yeah. And, of course, he's got the, the dice to WCW, so... They get the. Uh. So at first I thought it was like, 
Russo hates the entire country of Japan and just Japanese culture. Why would he do this? Oh, he would prove that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. More <laughs> on that later. Uh, commentary for tonight is the usual of Tony and Bobby. Uh, there's a cage above the ring, so it looks like we might be having a cage match. Is this me? or The more weight Tony loses in late 99, the sicker he looks. Looks a little... Especially with the slicked back hair, and he's lost a lot of he's weight. He's lost a lot of yeah, weight. And... He's a gabagoo. Yeah, gabagoo. He's hanging out with Tony uh, you know, Bologna. He's got, uh, you know, Frankie French fries, whatever Frankie the fuck French. they call it. <laughs> yeah. Good uh, Frankie Fettuccine over here. Uh, we find out, guys, at Starcade, it will be Bret Hart versus Goldberg well, we for the time. last week when he challenged and Goldberg accepted. Well, it's so... official. It is official. Man, it takes these companies a long time to make a match official that we already know about. Right. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, though. In late 99, because uh, even though Starcade didn't mean to Bischoff and Russo what it meant to me as a kid, you know, yep. it still was the big match at the show of the year. So in, in late 99, when they announced that match, I was like, yeah, that seems about the biggest match they could possibly do. So that's Starcade worthy. Because Starcade, in yeah. everybody's eyes, is the, in a lot of people's eyes, it's the WrestleMania for WCW. Well, it was some, and that's what it was built as. <laughs> Until they inexplicably started fucking with it in 89, making it, like, a novelty. Like, they had the, the two Ironman tournaments in 89, and then a, an international tag team tournament in 90, and then Battle Bowl 91 and 92. And then, you know, Hogan didn't want to add to Starcade's lineage, so Halloween Havoc became the most important show of the year. Huh. Which is where I came in as a fan. Yes. So, so I mean, I, Halloween Havoc to me is always like, well, that's that's number one, baby. Yeah, because see, to me, I'm so old school. Starcade meant something to me. That, yeah. that was where Dusty and Flair met. That's where Luger it, and Flair it, wrestled. Is, I mean, that was the one. Was Halloween Havoc and Starcade the like Rumble Mania to WWF? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. And then, especially once Hogan got there, um, Bash at the Beach. Then that became yeah. like Bash SummerSlam. The beach. To, it was. To Bischoff and Hogan, it was Bash to the Beach and Halloween Havoc. Those were the two important ones. Yep. Starcade for the longtime guys and Super Brawl would be the fourth if you had to pick a big four. Which is interesting that <clears throat> Bash of the Beach is what they built towards a lot of the because having an indoor audience in the middle of July is real tough to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's people are that's why Rumble is so it's part of the reason it's so big, is because people are inside. It's snowing in half the country, it's piss raining everywhere else. It's no, it's no um, coincidence that as soon as Bischoff and then Hogan got power, that the Great American Bash just disappeared for two years completely, and then came back as like the. They less have one, or they rename it? No, they got rid of it for '93 and '94. Just didn't exist. And then when they went to the monthly pay per views, it was an easy name to bring back. I was probably took them that long to do uh, Clash of the Champions. That shit right. stayed along as long yeah. as it did. Um, really, once Nitro started, there was no point for Clash of the Champions, but. Mm. It took Thunder coming to get rid of it. So we're going to start... <laughs> thunder. Raw. Wow. We're going to start... Uh, below Thunder. Intense. We're going to start Nitro with some Thunder as Goldberg comes out. And he wants to go to promo. Oh, God damn it. Oh. Rice. Uh, he's tired of the outsiders' cowboy, uh, cowboy college boy uh, antics. Um, can't wait to get them inside the ring. Uh, Goldberg tells Hall to stay out of his business tonight because tonight it will be uh, Nash and Goldberg one-on-one. Yeah, good luck with that. That's the point I just wrote down. He sucks. <laughs> He's yeah. terrible, dude. Cuomo. He should. The only thing he should ever say is he should just grab the mic and yell, "You're next." Uh, the outsiders come out, and we've had this discussion before, and it just blows my mind once again that Kevin Nash is on the ramp, and Hall 
sit like stands up on the side where it has a little lift and Nash is head to head with Hall and it just blows my mind again of he's how big dude. how big both men are he's but legit Nash seven feet, is just right? he's one of the few who's like he, legit 7 he's feet. like 6'10 and a half if he if he gets like a lift in he's yeah. 7 foot probably yeah. Jesus man he's um, so if big. he gets that raven boot but he's the one that is the closest to to what he's labeled because, um, you know, Giant, they said, was 7'4", and he was 7-foot. Yeah. Andre wasn't even that tall. Andre was, like, 7-foot. and uh, But Nash is so big. It just blows my <laughs> mind again. Dude. He just stands, like, they're standing on the ramp. He Sid is. looks smaller. Sid looks small. Sid's than not up small, to, No, but up, up against Nash. Like Sid is 6'9", legit, I Yeah. Think. Sid, Sid looks small, small but then, like, every other week, Sid looks super huge. But, like... Well, it was when he's standing against anybody else, but yeah. when you put Nash in there, it's like... But mm. Nash, like, he's big, but it's, like, there's almost no fat on him. He is, yeah. she's bricked up. It is just muscle. It's crazy looking. Uh, you know, Nash says that they uh, he enjoyed hitting Goldberg with the chair last week. Nash tells him, too. don't sing it, bring it, as in the outsiders, head down in the ring. And then our man said, there's a new baby face in town. I love, I'm like, what? Like, what? There's a new baby in town. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I got half the face that you do. <laughs> like, uh, Sid, Sid yells that line. There's a new baby face in town. Storms the ring. All four men begin to brawl until the security breaks them up. I didn't know what to make of it. I'm like, what? Baby face in town? What? Uh, somebody at least pulled Sid aside and said, hey, this is how you throw a punch, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus. Because <laughs> it looks so much better. I was like waiting for it. I was like, oh, okay. Somebody taught him how to throw a punch. You know, 15 years into his career. It's cool. Uh, we got commentary. Guys, it was a triple main event tonight. Mm. Goldberg versus Nash. Scott Hall defending both titles against Sid. And Bret Hart defending his world title against Ming. Me thinks some shenanigans will be afoot. Oh, yes, definitely. But I liked the fact that it's um, Ming. Because he's beaten Luger and Sting. Yep. yep. And I didn't expect continuity from Russo, especially when it's a mid-carder. So, cool. There must well, be a winner. The uh, pinfall submission, the matches, all, all matches are going to be no DQ. <coughs> and I still figured if some fuckery was coming. I uh, I did, however. It was probably, like, continuity because, like, Ming was like, yeah, I'm wrestling for the title tonight. So, yes, are, sir. are you going to tell me no? Yes, sir. So yes, I'm going to go ahead and get out there and do that. Yes, you are. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. As a... Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that as Tony's breaking down the card, Heenan's mocking him from behind. Also tonight, uh, Sting, Jeff Jarrett, and Chris Benoit being a triple threat to determine the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship after Starcade. He's done a good job of building Benoit up, Russo has. I will say that. He's taken one guy from the mid-card, and he's building him up. Who do you think he equated it? Because he, re- he, reuses, he reuses every storyline. Who did he equate it to? Yeah, I'm trying to think who would who would be the WF Chris Benoit. Triple H? He can't cut a promo, so it's not Triple H. Uh, he might be worse than Goldberg on the fucking mic. No, no. Uh, he's not great. Don't get me wrong. Who the fuck would he be? But he's better than Goldberg. Owen? Maybe. Canadian worker? Maybe. Yeah. Or even Brett when Brett was there. I know Brett Owen had so much more charisma, though. Well, yeah, that's true. But Russo. I mean, yeah, Benoit I can, ain't cutting can, promos. Owen's a good comparison. <coughs> it's, like, it's not like Benoit's out there cutting promos. Christ. Uh, Roddy Piper will be refing tonight. 
Uh, Doctor Death will be taking on Jerry only in the uh, still in the still cage tonight. Oh, good. That's why the still cage is here. That makes perfect fucking sense for it's a guy who's not even a you. goddamn wrestler. And uh, and, and Steve Wooden's also there. And <laughs> guys, it looks like we're having a mud wrestling match. God damn it. Uh, we go backstage and a car pulls up and a limo pulls up and two large women pull up. And I knew immediately, I was like, fuck. I, uh, and then uh, Roddy, yep. Roddy Piper shows up in that limo and he points them both to catering to making fun of them. And then as Mr. Boobel said, let's fat shame them. As but I think all three of us went through the mud wrestling match. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what would be Patty Stone Grinder, but yeah. No such I thought fact. the one was. I don't know. Because one was... Uh, one was Rhonda Singh, who was... Uh, Bertha, Bertha Faye. Faye. But I thought the other one was Patty... Or Lonnie Kai, who was Patty Stronggrinder. But I, I didn't double check. Uh-huh. I just looked and thought, is that... Did Patty Stronggrinder make it to Nitro? <laughs> well, because they never said her name. Yeah, they never said her name, so I was waiting for it. Uh, let me see if I can look that up quickly. As I have the page of matches right here, the results... Um, Rhonda Sang. No, that's. Um, I can't find anybody yet. Well, because she never gets out there. So technically, yes, technically we don't. She we dies don't. in catering. Yeah, know. Who'd be molesting her? <laughs> uh, we go backstage before the ma- anything happens. We see Big Vito and Johnny the Bull as they're on the phone with uh, uh, Ital- Italian dressing <sighs> as they're saying that they would take care of Lash Larue. And disco. I don't. I don't remember this being so bad. I remember being good, but this is bad. They uh, say that they have three hours to take care of this their situation with the two. So speaking of bad, let's go to our first match tonight, guys. As it was Buff Bagwell and Booker T versus Creative Control, or as Nazi we call control. him, Nazi Control, with Kurt Henning. Uh. They show the recap before every any any matches now about you know Henning joining powers at B. This is also a tag team championship match. Um, Buff ha- uh, hit some bad swinging neck breakers on both members of Nazi Control. Uh, Henning gets on the apron to distract the ref. Buff hits the blockbuster. Uh, the other member, Creative Control, that wasn't getting pinned, grabs a chair and hits Buff with it for the win. Nazi Control and Henning attack Buff and Booker T. Buff rolls out to the outside. The lights go out. We get a bad gong. And then Midnight comes and saves the day. So that's the end of it, right? No more lights? This is what I like to call a segment containing Booker T and absolutely nobody else I ever want to watch perform. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we go backstage with the powers that be as they have Hoovy coming in. as They want the powers that be have to put on this Japanese guy on TV tonight, Jushin Thunder Liger, and the powers that be want Hoovy to take care of the Japanese guy. And if he does, the powers that be will fix Hoovy's green card situation. <laughs> so how offensive can this segment get? Oh, give it time. Racist towards both Japanese and Mexican uh, workers. <sighs> I'm surprised he didn't go, ching chong gag roll. Yeah. Uh, we see the tall package... Uh, Going up to Liz, telling her that she broke uh, the contract between the two, and told Package is going to sue her. Good looking suit. And it's this three year contract. Remember Good that. Good looking suit. Wait for the end game for that one. It's a really nice suit. That's a nice suit too. Yeah. 
Uh, we see Roddy Piper waiting to talk to the powers that be. Uh, Piper being Piper. Hey, take as long as you want. I don't care. I'm getting paid for this. If that's uh, all we'd have seen a Piper, I would have been okay. We see the women uh, from earlier uh, getting ready for their match. Uh, in my notes, I have, I got a bad feeling about this. This is probably not the normal match. So, This looks better on you. You should wear it. Thank you. I will. I was like, what the fuck is this doing on TV? Bro, ratings. Uh, then we see a uh, delivery guy deliver some flowers to a lady. And it's the ladies, uh, it's the maestro's right hand woman. Symphony. Symphony. Or Ryan Shamrock. She's back, baby. Why Another are we key that? acquisition in the Monday Night Wars. Why? Why? Dose <laughs> uh, W gets Jeff Jarrett, uh, Ryan Shamrock, while WWF gets Chris Jericho in the big show. In the big show. Me thinks there's a discrepancy here. All Vince's have a type, apparently. And then he, <laughs> and they get uh, Dudley Boys from ECW. There's a three-team trade. There's a three-team trade. God damn. Jesus, man. We got taken to the cleaners. And ECW got Mikey Whipwreck and, and Sandman, uh, back. Sandman back. <laughs> what a three-team trade we got there. Damn. We go backstage with Mike Tanay with Jeff Jarrett. Jeff says that he's the chosen one, and he'll get closer tonight by winning the triple threat to become the next heavyweight champion. Uh, Jeff doesn't care the games that uh, Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes has been playing. Uh, Jeff is going to leave, and uh, Tanae's like, yeah, 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 you better win tonight, or you're going to be in the doghouse. And Jeff's like, oh, really? Slap nuts. And then blast Mike Tanae with the guitar. I mean, I'm on TJR here. Don't run your fucking mouth. I actually actually like that. I was was all about, man, you should have just kept your fucking mouth shut. I I 100% agree with that. (laughs) You don't, don't. Consequences and repercussions. Yeah. You're big enough to run your mouth to beat up your punch, then it. Bam. <laughs> we go to comment. We hear commentaries. Tony's yelling, "What the hell is going on here?" And that's Bo- what millions of households were saying at the same time. And Bobby was like, "Tanae was 70. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn, Barry and Tanae there." Jesus. Uh, then Brian Knob comes out nope. as he wants to. Uh, he's not happy about losing at Mayhem. Uh, he says he lost to a woman. He challenges Smiley to a match. We see Smiley watching. He says he can't go out because he doesn't have any of his gear on. And then uh, Smiley, Smiley begins to scream and goes underneath a table as one Fit Finley walks past him. Yeah, I might do that too. I mean... Finley then walks down the aisle with re- weapons. Finley gives Knob a kendo stick but block, blocks his shot. Finley then uh, hits Knob in the groin with his kendo stick. And then Knob gets a pair of scissors, I mean, Finley does, and cuts Knob's hair. He needed an upgrade. It's 1999. It looks like he tries to shave it, We're but the shaver doesn't work. work. We're almost in 2000. So. Feels like a hair match coming up. My thoughts were it feels like a gimmick change for one Brian Knob. I guess we'll see. Chase Kags. As. Um, Finley, Finley, Finley yells, like, if you want to be a soldier, here's your soldier haircut. Uh, does he want to be a soldier? Is that? Do you get that vibe that Brian Nobbs wants to serve his country? No, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> nope. Uh, then we go backstage with Big Vito and Johnny the Bull as they walk up to Gene asking if they want if he wants to go out of ta- uh, go out on the town tonight. Uh, Gene, Gene says, pretending like he doesn't want to. He's like, but I can't. I'm the interviewer tonight. 
And they're like, well, we're going to a gentleman's club, so, and drinks are on them. And he's like, drinks are on you? I guess you can only live once. Let's go. So Gene leaves his uh, job for the night. True words were never spoken. I mean, I liked it. <laughs> you know. I was like, that's on brand for Gene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we go powers at B yelling at creative control by uh, yelling at them for uh, lose, getting beat up by a woman. Kurt Henning goes, well. So now misogyny. <laughs> so Kurt Henning. black. <laughs> yeah. Henning goes, you know, if that was me, a woman can't beat me up. And then powers at B's like, you know what? You're right. So Henning, you have a match tonight with Midnight. What? Didn't he just lose at Mayhem? And they went, hey, if he loses, he's but, never. But now he's on their side and they've reinstated him because he's their yeah. ass okay. kisser. Okay. So, you know. He's playing He's playing team ball now. He's on the corporation side. What a good month build up to then reverse it one day later after well, the. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> he learned from so. the best. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, recap from Nitro from last week. It was the Mayhem match of the week. It was Vampiro versus The Wall. I can't believe they're still doing this contest, by the N- way. Not only that, what but... What the fuck? How is it possible... It tonight. How is it possible that it's always the worst match of the show? Oh, always is. That can't be on purpose. I actually think it is. Could be. But how? But at this point, how do you know which one's going to be the worst? There's, when it comes up. When, when look, they announce Mayhem. But, but, when you, but when you look at the roster, if you're like Russo and you're looking at the roster, there's like six or seven candidates. How do you know the one you pick is going to be the worst? Jesus. Maybe it's just like a time bias. Like whatever match happens at 835, <laughs> that's the fucking match of the week. <sighs> Brutal. Uh, he, uh, then we see the women still getting ready for the match and Piper still waiting. Let's go to our next match for the Junior IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Junior Heavyweight title. As it's Jushin Thunder Liger versus Juventud Guerrera. So, Corey, how, uh, I want to tell you about this, uh, Secondary mark ass title, apparently, according to Vince Russo. It doesn't mean shit. Well, it's a very <laughs> prestigious belt in Japan. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. The, you don't say. Some of the greatest uh, junior heavyweights of all time have held that title, including the guy who's here, Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, Chris Benoit, Pegasus Kid, Black Cat or Eddie Guerrero, uh, Ultimo Dragon. Ultimate, uh, sir. Oh, I'm sorry, Ultimate. El Samurai. There have been many... El Samurai? Yeah. he's a. We, he, you don't know him here in the U.S., but That's in Japan... That's a fucking awesome name. That is. He was a hell of a junior heavyweight. Uh, and then, of course, current day, we can go with Kushida and uh, Takahashi and Finn Balor, Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. um, Kota Ibushi. Uh, Jay White, doesn't he have him? Jay White didn't have he's the junior. Him. He had the heavyweight. Osprey? Um, or he's Osprey, big, yeah, Osprey. So I mean, we, there's been some big names, pretty damn prestigious throughout names on the that years. Belt. However, uh, but Russo didn't like the fact that he had to use him, even though he's one of the best wrestlers in the world, well, still in '99. Why did he have to use him? They had a talent agreement, and it's not like he, you know he was forced. But prior to Russo taking over, they had agreed to let some of their guys work the Tokyo Dome and they exchanged. They wanted Liger to come that over for Benoit a couple weeks. That was and Malenko when the whole when and then, split happened initially. Yeah, and then also, famously, Savage versus... Rick Steiner. It was Steiner yeah. and Goldberg, but Goldberg got hurt, so Steiner, yeah. so Savage went over. It was those More guys. on that later. And in exchange, <laughs> WCW wanted Liger to come over for a couple weeks. So they Makes said... Sense. Oh, okay, fine, yeah, you, you can do that. Uh, but Russo here didn't want that because uh, nobody wants to see... Guys in masks and foreign dudes, bro. I mean, he went on a he had an interview in a, on a website around this time where he was a so fucking racist. It was without saying terrible offensive words. It was like 
Dude, nobody in America wants to see a bunch of Mexicans and Japs wrestle. The term, too. So I'm using his terminology here. Nobody wants to see a bunch of high-flying guys in masks that don't speak English. They want to see ass kickers, bro. So he wasn't too happy of using them. And he didn't really want to use Juventud Eric because he, uh, you know, Mexican, luchadors. So he uh, booked this and booked it the way it happened. And before you get to the match, Joe, let me just tell you the end result. He ends up costing WCW the New Japan partnership. Shock and all there. Yeah. Once it gets back that not only was there a title change they didn't agree to and that they wouldn't uh, recognize for decades, mm-hmm. um, the way it happened. <laughs> it was like, well, we no longer want to have in business with you guys. Um, and that sucks. Which was lucrative. Them it was lucrative, and it was at a, a time where they were hemorrhaging money, and it was a way to get people like a Benoit, Malenko, or Guerrero, Jericho, Dragon, to sign with you because you would allow them to still work their Japanese tours well, to make, make a that money. Fuck ton of money, dude. So that you don't have to pay for. Yeah, like it saves you payroll. It was a huge benefit to them. So is Hoovy's name on the side it is now? Now they now. recognize oh, it. Gross. But they didn't for like twenty. I mean, it was years. for. It was a couple years ago. They made a big deal about him including in the lineage. Yeah. Which, to his credit, I don't think he ever fought for. No. Like he was like, it's fine, whatever. He but, was just following orders. Like, here's what yeah. my boss had me do. If you know, I get it. Uh, but now they finally recognize it. But it. I think that, it was actually Liger. What do you think that conversation was like backstage with Hoovy and Liger after this? You think Hoovy was like, dude, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm sure he that was like... That fucking sucks. I, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know. And Luger, Liger was... I bet he was pissed. Oh, I'm so mad. Like, really? This is what I come over for? Like, so when they announced Liger, I was like, okay. And then they put Hoovy. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty hyped for this match. Yeah, give him 15 minutes. Give him 15. Yeah. However... It's still on uh, Nitro, so... No, you give him four in a tequila bottle. Uh, Five minutes and 31 seconds for this. However, Buzzkill comes down. Yeah, buzzkill. Sorry, come back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a buzzkill here, but buzzkill comes out. Uh, he says he's down, uh, down with Big Brother. I mean the government. Wink, wink. Jesus. Uh, Hoovy hits a springboard splash to the outside. Jushin puts uh, Hoovy in the inverted surfboard. Uh, buzzkill b- calls Bobby the Brain Eaton. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Eaton. All right. Ron uh, Bobby. He he keeps, also makes mention of how colorful these cats' outfits. He are. He digs them. He digs the colors. Oh, damn. Uh, Buzzkill leaves the commentary to distract the ref. Hoovy grabs the tequila bottle that he had in his jacket and smashes it over Jushin, Th- Th- Jushin Thunder's Liger's head. head for the win. So your new uh, junior IWGP Champ. champion, Hoventude Guerrera. Yeah. I couldn't help but shake my head and think to myself, what a waste of three talented individuals. Yep. Because you've got the two in the ring who are not being done a a good service at all. And Brad Armstrong's a talented worker. And you're, this is death. This is death. Like, what is he thinking? Like, what, what is Vince Russo thinking? Ugh. What a waste. Uh, He wasn't. I just ratings, bro. Think, I was thinking about this actually. So it's uh, over a month now. Do you think pressure is building to him already? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That he is uh, maybe realizing he is in way, way over his head. 
I don't think he believes that. I think in 2021, he still doesn't believe that. I think mm-hmm. he believes the standards and practices and corporate and WWF and Vince McMahon and most of the wrestling uh, fans just didn't get his genius. Must be what it is. Yeah. Because if you listen to him talk even to, to this day, well, everything he did was perfect. And he would have... It's It was... It was a conspiracy against him that he wasn't getting sixes and sevens with the ratings on Nitro by this point. He was he was screwed from the beginning, bro. I just, my counterpoint would be like, yeah, but like Raw only got that occasionally, so <laughs> they also weren't just getting sixes and sevens every week. So I don't know what to tell you. Raw's getting a they get, mid they're four, the mid five, they're usually mid, mid four. Five. Yeah, mid I fives. know he is mid feeling, fives. Yeah, he is feeling pressure though, because he sold him a bell of goods. That he was the reason behind all the success. And they could and turn it around. It's their fault for buying that, by the way. But yeah. also, but also, like he guaranteed them, he can get them up to like a five within six months. And somewhat to his credit, it hasn't gotten worse or it has actually improved a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, There's been some bit. steady growth, but it's not approaching a five. No, and it's not good. And the stuff he's putting on to get that it will is. turn away viewers the next week. It's yeah. It's um. It's that like you everybody watches a car crash kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. it's not good television. You're just like, what is this idiot gonna do next? It's like I equate it to something beyond even hot shotting. He's not even hot shotting. It's something mm-hmm. above that even. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck him. God damn it. Then fuck we have any room. We go backstage and we see uh, Chava Guerrero as he is now the interviewer. <laughs> I backstage this. interviewer. <laughs> five 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 deal. But he starts selling his like his stu- his stuff. <laughs> Uh, Chavo's he, doing what a pro does. Yep. yep. Taking that shitty, what, what I commended Jim Duggan for last week. Mm-hmm. That shitty crap they're giving you, make, make it, it work. work. Yep. Uh, he's interviewing Oklahoma and uh, Dr. Death as Dr. Death's going to beat up one Jerry only in that cage. And then we see Symphony getting uh, some candy from El Maestro. What's the point? <laughs> the end. Well, that's the point. Uh, we see Sid getting ready, mostly just laughing and whispering. Uh, we see Johnny the Bold, Mean Gene, and Big Vito at the club and saying that they should go back but and take care of LaRue and Disco, but Big Vito's like, we got three hours. Relax. Why would you pick the time when Nitro starts to then go to the club? Because <laughs> they're getting paid for bro, it. Bro, it'll be funny, bro. Uh, <sighs> then we go Chavo with the Outsiders as he's trying to sell them a blender. Hall doesn't know what to do with the TV title since he gets nothing with it. No TV dinners. Doesn't get to meet Ted Turner. So there's nothing he uh, nothing with that TV title. So Nash has an idea, and he throws it away. And commentary's like, so I guess um, that's it for that title. Dusty Rhodes, Tully Blanchard, mm-hmm. Arn Anderson, mm-hmm. Sting, yep. The Great Muda, William Regal, Steve Austin. Lex Luger, some of the names that have held the world television title. So I'm guessing you were in favor of this part. Oh, I was heartbroken. That was yeah. my belt growing up. Yeah. Because I grew up watching TV champ would be on TV all the time wrestling. Mm-hmm. So and it was Arn and Tully and then Regal. So this was like my belt. <laughs> like, and I was like, he just threw it in the trash. Yeah. I mean, I know it's nowhere near as prestigious. As I'm excited. Been, I'm excited for my, the belt that I won on that raffle for it. And I'm like, just waiting for it. They just like, equated it to the WWF women's title in 95. Yep. That's Throw it cool. away. That's cool. So no, not, ha- not a happy fan about that one. Yeah. Uh, did you know what, did you know about that? Like, do you, did you know that happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched it back then. I okay. Like, I was like, God damn it. Like, are you serious? 
We see the revolution coming out as they're coming out with an American flag. Sagging off. Sagging off as the... Uh, Jacking off. We get a recap of last week's uh, flag match. Um, they bring up that they're excited that uh, they broke up the filthy animals within. Yeah, they did. Not wrong. Let's, let's, let's kill the one act that's actually getting over. Yep. That's actually relevant to younger audiences. That's fine. We don't need that. Uh, last week, they tried to set the world on fire. They don't like the fact that fans cheered for the Canadian and then they booed the revo- they boo the revolution. They don't like American fans. Uh, I've never seen Americans hating Americans before, but hmm. this is a first. You know, where have you been? <laughs> well, in the wrestling world, <laughs> yeah. there was a whole war about it. Actually, but, you know, <laughs> uh, kind Dean, of a big deal. Dean says that now, now that they're going to go as a silent country. Dean will be now known as uh, the Python. Uh, Douglas will be known as the Antler. Asia will be known as Boa. And Saturn says that he'll be known as Trouser. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and not be uh, saying those names. Yeah, I'm not ever doing that either. either. Yeah. This part was new to me. I was like, excuse me? What, what is this? It's that, fucking retribution is what this shit is. Uh, yeah. I was like... Further proof that they're watching old Nitros and booking it now. Revolution, retribution, fake names. This didn't get masks. They, they updated it. But like, Boa? Pi- no. Snakes. There's snakes. Oh, I got yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. got it. Dean Malenko already looked like he hated life in this gimmick. This was a whole new level. Saturn was the only funny line. Trouser. You call me Trouser. And even that, he ripped off some Scott Hall about three weeks ago. Yep. yep. Uh, then one hacksaw, Jim Duggan, comes out saying that he loves America and he's going to shove that two-by-four up where the sun don't shine. Uh, <laughs> then he runs down, but then the two-by-four breaks like or bends right away and commentary's trying to save it. Yeah, I was like, like, damn, dog. What is that, made out of cardboard? Standards and practices yep. let them know that they were no longer allowed to use real weapons. Uh, so even Jim Duggan's two by four had to be a fake Which, object. I'm just saying, like the Rock's sharpshooter hurts worse than Jim Duggan hitting you with that two by four. Like, yep. calm down, guys. Yeah. It's fine. He's a pro. He knows what he's doing. Like, Jesus, man. The Revolution beats up uh, Duggan until then. They decide to uh, stick the flag up Duggan's ass and redo uh, Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima image. Standard which, practices, right? Uh, which <laughs> the the commentators got. The audiences had no idea what the fuck they were doing. The audience didn't get it at all or care, but they so, didn't get it. How many, okay, how many 20-year-olds in 1999 do you think would have known about Iwo Jima? Or even what it what was a part of at that point? Uh, I do. I knew. So actually, 20-year-olds, probably a bunch because they just got out of high school. But you go to 25, nah, they yeah. forgot. No, they forgot that shit. Because, like, I knew about it. Yeah. But I always assumed at the time, even, I was one of the rare ones. So when they did it, I was like, oh, I, I know I know and what it is. I've seen the picture. I, I've seen the picture. I just don't, I forgot what it was called, so I had to look yeah. it up. And, uh, but yeah, so you can't hit somebody with a two-by-four so, anymore, but, but you can you, stick a flag up someone's ass. But yeah, you can sodomize them with a flag. So, checks cool. out. On the other channel, they're getting shit for the content. They're doing like sex and all that stuff. 
And on this channel, they are just taking a dump on America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, full on dump. Did they get shit about this? <laughs> yes, they did. Because... Um, not in mainstream... Um, you were just fucking over Iwo Jima. Really? Not, Jesus. But you know why? Because nobody was talking about WCW at this point. It was, it, it was so cold that nobody was paying attention. Yeah, Iwo Jima and Jushin Thunder Liger on one show. They could have sodomized a pet pig on Nitro, <laughs> and you might not have heard about it the next day. <laughs> That'd be a blip. Yeah. Uh, Chris Benoit comes out there and makes the save. <laughs> uh, then we see the uh, Hall and uh, Sid headed to the ring. We see the powers that be telling uh, Nazi control to go get Piper. Then we see Chavo at the block as he's trying to sell jewelry to Jerry Flynn. I'm still, I'm hey, still it's Nitro Chavo underground the, to you, sir. I'm oh, still Nitro Chavo from the block. Uh, Jerry Flynn says that uh, you can meet him in the block. He, there's some. There's three rules to the block. First. Two also men. not mess with the Dudleys. No. Oh. Uh, first, two rules. men enter, one leaves. Two, okay. bare fists and bare feet. Get that later. Three, be ready to fight. That's some lame rules. Uh, That's it. <laughs> those are your rules. I'm not filling those rules, dog. <laughs> uh, then we see Crave Control and Henning grabbing Piper. Piper says that uh, uh, that he'll be there in a bit because he has to go take a Vince Russo. It's a, a knee poop. slapper. It's a poop. Hey, you can't slap here. Oh, my bad. That's yeah. a knee, sir. Oh, oh knee, knee. okay. It's a knee slapper. Yeah. There's some new rules around here. No more, <laughs> no more slapping around here. I can't artificially sweeten the scene, huh? <laughs> Tune in to No Cell Podcast this week, folks. Uh, our next match is for the U.S. Championship. Our third match of... Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, man. Scott Hall ver- uh, with Kevin like, Ash versus Sid. And this is every week, right? We're like an hour and a half in the third match, but they end with like 15 fucking matches. Yeah, right. Jesus yeah. Christ. The, this show before Russo used to be 45 Nitro 45 Raw. Mm-hmm. Now it's, we're almost at 40. And we're in the first hour of Nitro. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, it's because each segment has 17 subsegments. Oh, my God. Um, Nash joins commentary. Hall goes to the outsider edge, and Sid gets up and uh, gets uh, Such a cool visual. Uh, outsider's edge and get, gets Sid up, but Sid uh, reverses it. Sid choke slams Hall, but we get a ref bump. Nash leaves the ring and accidentally elbow drops Hall. Sid goes for a power bomb on Nash, but Jeff Jarrett runs down and hits Sid with the guitar. Hall makes the cover for the win. Goldberg runs down, spears and jackhammers Jarrett. Goldberg and S- Sid hug it out. We go, uh, we see Piper making fun of Crave Control and Henning as they're still walking. Then we see Oklahoma and Dr. Death talking about a football game. I'm pretty sure when Ross and Williams get together, that's all they ever talk about. I mean, you're not wrong. And then we go off-site with Johnny the Bull telling Vito that they should go, but Vito and Gene are dancing with some women. Uh, Powers at B is having uh, Piper ref the mud wrestling match tonight. The two women that we've seen getting ready, showing up when Piper did, are the two women in the match. Then we go backstage with uh, Fire and... Charmel? It was Charmel. What's her name, though? Fire. What's her nitro gimmick? What's her name? I I, I Uh, thought it was Tigers for a minute, but Tigers is the one later on tonight. Um, I can't remember her nitro gimmick. Her nitro girl gimmick. Um, Whisper? No, that's Sean's wife. That's the um, Storm. Well, it's, it's not Spice, Storm? so I don't care. It might actually be Storm. I think it's Storm. It's Storm. Yeah, but it's not Spice. So I don't yeah, care. it's not Spice. So I'm half out. I, it's not Spice or Chase. I really don't care. 
for being honest. Um, He's all elite. Yeah. Mm. This can't be a good match. It can't be. Uh, no, where'd you go? Joe lost where the fuck we are. No, no, no. I Why? don't blame him. These notes have to be fucking ridiculous oh, nowadays are. for Nitro. Uh, so, but- imagine the scroll just unrolls and rolls <laughs> 10 feet. <laughs> Uh, no, my, uh... There's a food fight. Yeah. There's a food fight that happens, and, uh, one of the girls coming in for the mud match, she's eating in the background, and she's enjoying the show, but then she starts choking on a grape or some shit like that. Yep. And, uh, Hoovy sucks at the Heimlich maneuver, and he's, uh, and he can't speak English for shit, and he's the only one that's there. So he's fucking, he's breaking every rib in her body, and looks like he's molesting her. And then she falls down to the floor, and he goes for, a uh, mouth-to-mouth, looks like he's about to make out with a dead corpse. He's screaming for help in broken English. This is cringe to watch. And it just leaves with her apparently dead and him crying about it. I just wrote, what the fuck? And it's not even close to my what the fuck of the night. <laughs> so, uh, her name was Storm. Yeah. Yeah. We, but, we already but, established that. Yeah, yeah, no, I had a double check. <laughs> He doesn't uh, believe us, Corey. I love the I, I love the fact that they try to tr- uh, trash talk each other. It's terrible, it's terrible. Well, what but, if I put this mayonnaise on your breasts? But yes, uh, Hoobie tries the hem, uh, Heimlich maneuver, aka as Tony's young. Oh my God, what is happening? Uh, well, he's killing Patty Stronger because instead of uh, helping her, he's actually actively killing her, breaking ribs. Probably ruptured a spleen. Should have did two feet to the belly, belly. No, that would have worked. Where's the Taskmaster when you fucking need him? Uh, our next match, guys, is a cage match as it's Jerry only versus Dr. Dusty Williams. Jesus, fuck me. Uh, Oklahoma joins commentary. So let's just say this. This match is a squash match because Dr. Death is destroying him. However, the main purpose of the match is Vampiro and the Misfits attack oh, good old Oklahoma with some barbecue sauce. Well, they're philanthropists, really. They're helping... Yes, they don't know. Uh, here, the the spot of the match is this: they're Dr. healing America one smile at a time. <laughs> Doctor Death goes over to the cage door and looks like he's, he's going to exit, but stops. And then I think he tries to make sure that the door is unlocked or open because then he throws Jerry only through the door. But it's just like yeah, Doctor Death is mellowed in his old age. What do you think Jerry Only's family said? When he told them what was up. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's, you're like 40-something. Like, he was not a young man at that point. Jesus, um, dude. And, and I must say, the Dr. Death of even 10 years earlier wouldn't have even bothered to check the door. He'd have just... Like, oh, you're going through the door. He'd have just chucked him through. You don't worry about that. He's mellowed in his Well, at one point, age. he chucked him through the fucking cage, so... <laughs> yeah. He broke the fucking cage, so... And they still use it later. Hey, why not? You know. Don't worry about that. They lock him in and after the match. Um... Fucking Christ. Uh, we go to the powers up B as Hoovy's telling that he uh, saved a woman's life, gave her mouth to mouth, and powers of B's like, you gave that thing a... That's disgusting. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Who are you trying to be a good citizen here? I was celebrating my win. Yep. I went to go get some cheese. See? Uh, you know, like most Republicans, Hoovy's a better American than fucking Vince Russo is. So. Yeah, right. Then we see uh, Total Package... He has an idea in his nice suit. We see Chavo interviewing Bret Hart. So, you know, uh, Bret says that Mean can, uh, can't go with him in the ring tonight, so it should be pretty easy for him. And then Chavo mentions if you want Bret's f- hair flow, just call him now and he can sell you the product. Jesus, fuck. 555 five, five deal. 
Then I couldn't help but notice Vince Russo has learned from the best, as it is now that he has won the title, he is absolutely Brett the mid-card heart. Yep. Yep. As our next match, our fifth match of the night for the World Heavyweight hey, you Championship. Mean main event, no, no, yeah. no. Fifth, uh, fifth match, Ming versus Bret Hart. Uh, however, Ming dominates the beginning of the match as the crowd's chanting, let's go, Bret. Ming with a power driver and shoulder breaker. Bret finally gets the offense, but the outsiders come out to distract Bret. Bret hits uh, Ming with the ro- uh, ring rope and goes for the sharpshooter. Hall comes in, the ref gets knocked down. Ming puts the tongue and death grip on Hall. Nash hits Ming with the kendo stick, but it, uh, he's fighting it off until Nash continues to hit him with it. Nash then jackknifes Ming, and then they continue to hit him with the kendo stick. Benoit comes down and attacks Hall and Nash with the, the kendo stick. Brett then puts on the sharpshooter, and Nick Patrick gets up at the same time and rings the bell. No movement from Ming. Well, they've really built Brett to be an ineffective... Nothing world champion here in W. How is that more impressive than how Bischoff handled him for the two years before? Well, it's impressive that he got the belt and became worse. That's, <laughs> exactly, that's just like, fantastic. And let's 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 have an honest debate here for a minute. Worse world champion right now, Big Show or Bret Hart? Bret Hart, because Big Show ain't exactly setting the world on fire either. But uh, <laughs> at least he beat the fucking Rock to do it. But they're playing. But they're. But the storyline oh, with uh, Brett is he's been waiting two years for this to be used like worse than he was for last year. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, then we see Symphony getting a teddy bear. Like I told you each week. I'm I'm more and more in Brett's camp. He's been screwed and resentless. Uh, Total package goes to Creative Control, wanting to get the powers that be to uh to get to the uh he wants to get to the powers that be because he has an idea. And it will all ha- and it all has to do with ratings. What I liked about this is after the one guy goes in, he gives fashion advice to the other Nazi control, <laughs> and the dude's like, "Oh, thanks, man." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Then we go to Chavo Tigress as Chavo's trying to sell her something. Tigress says that uh, she would take ten of them because Spice needs new makeup. Tigress oh, is looking you. for her outfit, nope. and uh, Spice shows up, and she ruined them. Uh, they begin to brawl, and Spice throws Tigress into the shower and turns on the water. Has, okay, I'm, I'm interested. I, mean, uh, have I don't you, know why we panned away from that. But. Have you ever witnessed a feud in wrestling that continues to grow week to week without any matches at all? Nope. Uh, this is the first. No. <laughs> and with multiple people. Yeah, with it's like a it's gang a, fight without any gang fights. It's, it's, like, it's single gang fights. And we only snippets. And why best. is it only Spice? Like, what the fuck did Spice do? Yeah, he's fighting everybody. Even that tall piece of uh, flat chest is, is is on her now. <laughs> yeah, and Damn. she's like week one. Yeah, yeah then fuck, we, man. <coughs> and then we see one Evan Courageous making out with Medusa in a dark room, and she wants a title shot. Oh, she's using him at Starcade for that title. Uh, I want the cruiserweight title, yeah. baby. Wasn't this more effective with Kimberly? She pretty much you know? just. She pretty much. Uh, offered to just open the legs wide for the title match without saying it. Yep, yep. I was like, well, Jesus, that's um, for a, a woman who's proud to be a... A wrestler? Uh, a not just a wrestler, but a tough, confident, aggressive woman. She had to love this. Drives monster trucks now. Yeah, I mean, she I'll fuck you if you give me a title shot. That had to, she had to love that. I bet. But you could tell on her face how much she loved it. Yeah. But again, how committed got, she was to the role. She's got no leverage. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Because that's all that's playing in her head. She's like, she's like, I shouldn't have done that. No. Nope. She's like, God, Eric, I'm going to call you when this segment's over and bitch you the fuck out. Then we see Toll Package with the power at B telling him that he'll have Elizabeth wrestle in the mud wrestling pit. It's a bit. Uh, we see, we Ch- see that coming, by the way. You can do that, yeah. Ruger, because last week you shit the bed. Yep. Uh, then we see Chavo Sting as he's trying to sell Sting stuff. Elizabeth shows up and asks Sting what she should do, and Sting's like, well, good luck. You buying that? Sting I'm having not. it. Yeah. Are you buying that? Because I'm not. Sting, once again. The smartest com- guy in the, the room. guy in the room. Ha <laughs> ha. Let's go to our next match as a triple threat match to determine the number one contender of the WCW Heavyweight Championship after Starcade. This is one thing I did like. Putting Sting in the number one contenders match with Jarrett and Benoit legitimizes and raises both of them. Yep. Yep. Even if he was to win. Yep. Just the fact that those three are equal in this world title run legitimizes. It is Sting is the one old guy. Who Russo like is willing to use and wants to use. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. I don't know why Sting is the one. And he's yeah, the only guy in the company he's booking right. And he's booked strong. Right. It's like he he he's booked normal. <laughs> I don't I don't believe he wasn't you. even booked yeah. normal before. Yeah. He's booked normal now. Who would have thought Russo knew knew how to book Sting? <laughs> Kinda makes me wish Sting had made that jump like two years earlier to do it. Yeah. If Russo would have got it. Uh, <laughs> during the match, Benoit's kicking Jarrett in the corner, and uh, then Jarrett pulls Benoit into the Stinger Splash. Benoit reverses the stroke into the cross phase, but Sting breaks that up. Elizabeth runs down to get Sting's attention. Sting tells her off. The package runs in and hits Sting in the bat with a chair. Jarrett hits Benoit with the guitar. Dustin Rhodes comes through the crowd and hits Jarrett with the ring bell. Rhodes puts Benoit on top of Jarrett for the one, two, three. So Benoit is still your number one contender. Way too many interference. Yep. Like, what the fuck? One interference, probably good enough. But we, three. Need, we need two. Yeah, not three. every guy. Yeah. Elizabeth Luger. Yeah, not Justin. every guy needs their own interference running. They, just, they don't need it. You do one. Damn. But when someone does, it's The three. Luger yeah. one made sense. Everything else was just extra and unnecessary. Then we go off-site with two girls hitting on Vito and the bull. As they leave, as they leave Gene in a circle of women. He's having a good time. They got that tie on the head. Singing 70s songs. Follow me. Follow me to freedom. We see Kevin Nash headed to the ring, at, or as Tony puts it, he's headed to the arena. About time. Then we go backstage and we see the blonde lady going to the maestro, and it turns out the maestro was David Flair the whole time. David's yelling, wanting to make it stop, and why no, is it no, not? Why, why, why won't it work? Why, why is, is it not playing? It's like three keys on it because he beat the shit out of the week before. And then they open the top, and the maestro's like laid out inside. Yeah. I was like, why are we in the Sopranos? Like, what are we doing with this whole fucking shit? I thought it was funny with David. Why is this not working? And then he starts to beat the crap out of it. And then it's like, open it, open it, and it's the maestro. But I don't know why we're getting here. Sure seems to be building towards a Starcade match. <laughs> oh, goody. That's what it seems like. It seems like it, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to our next match as it's Kevin Nash versus Goldberg. Hall attacks Goldberg from the back. Uh, they, uh, I love the fact that Goldberg's music plays the entire time as the beatdown's happening backstage. They cut to Sid's locker room and it looks like he's been locked in. Nash heads back and they double-team Goldberg until Sid breaks the door. 
all four men brawl backstage. They fight for a while till they finally get inside the arena. Hall and Sid are fighting around the announce table. Hall gets a chair and hits the ref with it. Hall hits Goldberg with it. Bret Hart comes out with a chair and hit uh, from and chases off a uh, Hall. Hart hits Nash with the chair. Goldberg hits Spear Jackhammer for the win. Did you follow any of that? Nope. There's a lot of shit going on. My God. There's overbooked, and then there's that. Yes. Uh, We see Piper headed to the mud pit. Nash wants Sid and Goldberg in a cage match tonight. However, I think he also mentions Benoit and Hart. However, I didn't hear that the first time. I did. Okay. So I'm like, right off the bat, I'm like, wait a minute. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. The the outnumbered heels are challenging the four baby faces to a cage match. Correct. That's exactly ass backwards, bro. God damn. Let's go to our next match. His, I think I think in his eyes, the outsiders are the baby faces. He's oh, yes. 100%. Without question. God damn. Our next match is a mud wrestling match. It's Ronda Singh versus Elizabeth. Uh, Ronda comes out to some really bad music. Uh, Piper's a special guest referee. Bob, I love Bobby here. I told you she was a 10. Five on each side. That's terrible. Jesus. That's we see terrible. Uh, we see Liz saying she's not going out there. Uh Rhonda pulls Piper into the pit. So I did there. Uh, Rhonda slaps Piper That's a good. couple times. Piper uh drop toe holds her down and gets her in the mud and begins to ride her. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Piper then pulls creative control into the uh pit as they're out there laughing. Ron, uh, Piper puts Ronda on top and makes the pin for the win. Shivani doesn't. Shivani thinks Piper made the count for himself. Checks out. So I know, and keep going because there's the you know the rest. That's later on. Okay. So this is just to humiliate Piper. Yes. Yep. E- even is. though Russo is a big fan of him, this is just to use the old guy to humiliate him. Hundred percent. Yep. We you go know why, don't you? No. Oh, you don't. Because he did have that ironclad contract through Time Warner. Not necessarily WCW, but Time Warner. Kind of like Hogan's. Where he couldn't get rid of him. Mm. And they're making him use him. So he didn't like that. He wanted to use all the young guys. He didn't want to use any of those old dudes. And so, <laughs> so he got rid of Hogan and Flair. And he's doing his best to fuck over Piper. That's all he's doing. This is his. You're not going to tell me who I can use. We go off-site with Big Vito and Johnny the Bull as they're making dinner for some girls. Uh, they have Italian music playing in the background. This was and, nice. And they argue over uh, how to make spaghetti and meatballs. No, this was nice. Instead of just taking the women home and just plowing them for their own selfish pleasure, they're going to feed them. They're going to give them a meal. They're going to give them a good time. It's, it's nice for once. You know? Instead of just the wham, bam, thank you, man, get the fuck out. Here's some cab money. We're going to make you a spaghetti. I mean, you know, starch. You know, you need starch for the activities ahead. You know, you can't be can't be rumbling on an empty stomach. Yeah. Uh, we see Arn Anderson walking into the uh, powers at B locker room as he's yelling at them for uh, f- what they did last week. So same thing with Piper here. Well, you have to use them. We're use them in a quick way. Yep. Then we go with Chavo with Sky, oh. aka the new girl. As Sky is calling um, 
all the other Nitro Girls hussies and stuff until Che comes in and takes her down. Yeah. There's her gang fight again. I'm finding Sky to be completely unlikable so far. Yep. Let's go to the block, guys, as it's Jerry Flynn versus the wall. I forgot about the fall. Both men, by the way, rules. Two men enter, one leaves, bare fist, bare feet. Both men are wearing boots and tie, uh, taped fists. Right now. Uh, rules are meant to be broken. Well, technically, uh, tape fist is a bare fist. Uh, I get that, but they're both wearing boots. Well, that's yeah. fucked up. Rules yeah. are meant to be broken? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wall, the wall rams Flynn through a door. The crowd's booing. There's a lot of standing around in this one. Uh, Flynn gets thrown through into a wall and makes a dent. Berlin comes in and hits Flynn with a pipe. Then Berlin and Wall have a stare, stare down until Wall gives chase to Berlin. Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, loud boos in the arena for this fucking match. Very loud boos. <laughs> we go to Chavo with Roddy Piper as uh, Chavo makes a joke about how uh, Roddy can get down and dirty because he's covered in mud. Piper says that uh, he's faced members of Chavo's family and they had guts. Where are Chavo's guts? This I actually really liked because, again, it went back to realism. Piper started riots in Los Angeles in the 70s feuding with Chavo Sr. Literal riots. Um, I've seen some. It, there's not a lot that exists on footage, and it's it, out of a 1 to 10, it's a 2 quality at best. Yeah. But I've seen it, and it's electric. I wish for God that it existed on tape that it looked good. Um, however, keep in mind, it's the mid-70s. So, heavy racist angle with Piper using every possible term. deplorable term you could use for Mexicans. Um, offering to play the Mexican national anthem on his bagpipes and plays La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. And some of the things he would say wouldn't fly in 1985, let alone 2021. Yeah. But it was the mid-70s in Los Angeles. And if you've seen any Cheech and Chong movie. Yep. Uh, however, Chavo responds with, hey, I'm making money. So I mean, yeah, I like that. That was good, too. I'm yep. making money, man. Uh, then the outsiders walk past them, and then Piper attacks them. Like you do. Aubrey. Yep. Just attack. Let's just attack. Uh, we go backstage, and we see Henning walking, and Curly Bill shows up, and it sounds like they want to get the band back together. Uh, we see the powers of be well, yelling at Toll Package. We'll yeah, Package has an idea, and he says that uh, if he has to, he will carry Elizabeth to the mud pit. He thinks a gimmick change is on hand for Curly Bill. Again? Yeah. So it sounds like it would be Luger and Elizabeth in the mud pit. Then we go to the ring for Midnight versus Kurt Henning. We find out that Roddy Piper would be the special guest referee in the cage match. Um... Henning lets her, uh, let, lets her get some moves in. Henning then puts the abdominal stretch on, and he's flicking her boob. The lights. I go- noticed that. All right. The lights go out. Come back on. Stevie Ray's in the ring. The lights go out. Midnight two. Electric boogaloo. Well, what about this one? The lights go out. Come back on. Curly Bill's in the ring. Midnight with a vengeance. And then the lights go out again, and lights come back on. Arn Anderson. That's Midnight 4. Midnight Harder. 
So they're already destroying the gimmick of Midnight coming in when the lights go out. Within her own match. (laughs) Yeah, within her own match, they killed the gimmick. And for a guy who's fired, they sure had Arn Anderson's horseman music queued up and ready to go like that. Which, by the way, I loved hearing, by the way. I'm not going to lie. Okay, I get it with Stevie Ray, sure. But Curly Bill gets the entrance (laughs) and and Arn Anderson? Well, I, didn't, I don't remember their uh, horseman days when the lights go out and <laughs> oh. Arn pops up in the ring. Okay, my spot. <laughs> Let me just put it this way. I'm horse spot. Vince, spot. Vince Russo. It's midnight spot. Woo! What was Vince Russo a diehard fan of, Joe? Uh, incest. Besides incest. The Yankees. ECW. Oh. Mm-hmm. Almost what, got there. And what was a mid-90s ECW stalwart when a surprise was coming? The lights, lights go, go out. The lights pop on. It was mostly for Sabu, but I mean, we've seen it other things too. Um, yeah, so Russo loved to just go there. All right, let's do that again and again and again and again. God, it just. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we see Luger carrying Liz. We go off site, and the girls want to bang Vito and the bull. They tie them up, and then uh, says, All right, boys, it's your turn. And then LaRue and Disco show up and throw, pour the spaghetti sauce and noodles all over them. Cool. Let's go back to the let's go the back worst to, henchman in the history of henchmen. That's saying something too, by the way. <laughs> let's go to the mud pit as Luger uh, tosses Liz in, and then looks like he's going to get himself in, but he's first going to take his suit off and the socks and everything. And the socks, and then going to Liz was less than happy about having to do this. Mm. Uh, well, you ever think that the people like the Nitro Girls and Elizabeth and I'm trying to think of others like that. You ever think that they... Medusa? Medusa. Well, yes, Medusa, but maybe in a different way. Um, they might have some legitimate gripes, because when they signed contracts, it was not to be an active wrestler in any way, shape, or form. But now that this new guy's here, they got to wrestle. They're not, they're not trained for it. Yep. Not they don't prepared do for it. it. They don't want to do it. I kind of feel bad. They should have had an option to not. Like, yeah. It'd be one thing if they signed as fucking wrestlers, but they obviously weren't. And, like, at least all these weird shit, like, you could use Medusa in. Like, you could have other women play the part that Medusa's doing. You could have Medusa fight for women against the powers that be who don't think women have value. That'd be a better storyline than her trying to bang courageous to get her tire shot. It could be Medusa and Midnight versus Nazi control in a pay-per-view. Yeah, I'd watch it. Just for the for the, the shit out of Nazi control for the rights, you know, to have women, you know, under contract. Yeah. You know, so you can grab like, Boa too. <laughs> yeah, Asia. Uh, Luger's preparing to get himself in, taking off socks, uh, putting the pants up. Everybody until, knew this was coming until Sting comes out and shoves him in. Sting uh, looks like he's going to take that jacket of his, but puts it on the ground like a gentleman as he helps Elizabeth out of the mud pit, who then eats it. Hard on yeah. the stage. Yeah. Yep. Jesus, dude. We see uh, <laughs> Johnny the Bull trying to talk to Vito. He's yeah. like, I don't want to talk about it. Hey, Vito, think the boss would be mad at me? Yes. I don't want to talk about it. God damn. Guys, yeah. let's go to the main event. Thank fucking Christ. <sighs> and for that being said, triple, for, Martin, for War triple Stories Part 2. Threat cage match. 
The Outsiders versus Chris Benoit and Bret Hart versus Goldberg and Sid. So that's what it ended up being. I was confused. With Roddy Piper. I just assumed it was the Outsiders referee. against all of them. It was supposed to be. I was so fucking confused. It's yeah. an all-out brawl. Somehow it's a triple threat, but I don't know. <laughs> it's an all-out brawl. Four on two, basically. Uh, Brett punches Hall, but Hall flies back, but Brett didn't punch him. Um, so you see Brett laughing at one moment just because he's like he throws the like he's about to throw the punch, but then Hall flies back like he took it, and Brett's like, "God well, damn it!" So Hall's probably not sober. <laughs> a little miscommunication yep. there, a little malfunction at the junction. However, Jeff Jarrett comes on down with a cart full of uh, guitars. guitars. Jarrett gets in the ring and blasts Piper with a guitar, Goldberg with a guitar, gives the outsiders handcuffs, and they handcuff Brett. Benoit chases off uh, Jarrett out of the cage. Benoit does his typical, oh, it's a cage match. I'm going to hit a flying headbutt from the top. <laughs> and he flies across the ring and hits Hall. It's another weight in the Bowflex. Benoit pins Hall. Roddy gets up and makes the count for the win. Uh, Jarrett then gets in and with another guitar and hits Benoit with it. Goldberg, after the bell rings, instantly gets up and damn near throws Jarrett like... Big Show did to Austin and throws it, almost breaks the cage, or does break does the cage. Break. Uh, he does it again. Uh, Goldberg is trying to attack Jarrett, who's outside on the apron, so Goldberg's over the top rope. However, Hall grabs Goldberg and does an outsider edge from that position. That was kind of cool looking. Nash, Nash Jack- fuck, dude. Yeah. Right. Nash jackknife Sid. Jarrett hits the stroke on Benoit. Jarrett and the outsiders shake hands. So obviously there's a connection there. Yep. Uh, Nash uh, attacks Goldberg as Hall and Jarrett leave through the cage that <laughs> Goldberg damn there broke. And your impotent world champion is still just handcuffed there going, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? He's probably like, Sean's not a bad guy. I, <laughs> yeah. can, I can make it work. I can make it better. <laughs> Remind me to call Vince when I'm uncuffed. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. So, guys, that was Nitro. Jesus Okay, so let me tell you this before we go to the next show, okay? Because I sent you guys a text yep. with, a, with an image. Yep. I'm the most diehard WCW guy here. 100%. Uh, I, I would rather watch bad WCW than good almost anything else most days. Yep. Just because I, I love the brand. I've never seen this episode before. I've seen really? highlights of bits and pieces. This almost broke me. As diehard as yep. I am, I watch Saturday Night Weekly. This almost broke me. It yep. was too much. I was like, what in the flying fuck is happening here? There's literally 17 things happening per segment. By the time we had gotten to the main event, I had forgotten things that happened in the first hour. Yeah. This was insane. It's one of those things that... Uh, Don't think it, Joe. Do you remember the first match of the night, Corey, on Nitro? We talked on. about it 25 on. minutes ago. Hold on. No, about an hour ago. Yes, I think I do. I think it's 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 Nazi control mm-hmm. against Booker and ba- Bagwell. Yeah. Okay. I had to think about it for a minute. Yeah. I had to be like, okay, so I'm going through the promo. And then, okay. So I watch, you know, when I watch this, let's say I start watching this on Monday or Tuesday to lead up to the week of us filming. I normally remember as we go, as I'm reading the details of what I wrote in my notes, I remember the rest of the night. This night alone was one of the hardest to remember. Just for Nitro. Just for Nitro. Yeah. I Okay, before WCW got ridiculous, 
it was not impossible for me. In fact, it was normal most weeks. I would watch Raw and Nitro together, back to back, on the yeah. day off. Mm-hmm. For sure. No problem. I cannot do that. Yeah, I used under to do Russo that. Nitro. Nope. I watched Nitro one day, Raw the next. Yep. It's like, I can't do it. it. Yeah, sometimes I do Thunder and SmackDown together, but yeah. I have to break it or she shows up. I can't yeah. watch them the same day. For, for back in 99... <laughs> This is about the time I stopped Nitro. So, like, before, but I was, but, already, I was already But off. when it was good, but you like, and millions of others. <laughs> but when it was good, East Co- West Coast feed got the East Coast feed on five o'clock. Yep. So, from five to eight would be Nitro. Nitro. And then, from sadly, from like eight to nine, would be like Walker, Texas Ranger, and then Raw, unless I do the double recap of watching the first hour of Nitro again. Joe from eight to nine was Super Nintendo, sir, or PlayStation. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. Sports Center. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I, I remember uh, watching when Nitro first started. It was only an hour, so at five was Thunder in Paradise. Yep, and then six was Nitro, and I would watch those because it, it, it was whatever the fuck. It was, was either like Doctor Quentin Medicine, Medicine Woman or Texas Ranger before Raw. Yep, you know the eyes Murder of the Ranger are upon you. Murder Shiro. or Murder Shiro. Can't believe they're redoing it. No one asked for that. No. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this. So for filming wise. I try to still take that bullet and do two shows a day, so that's I, well, the two two twenty. If it's Thunder and SmackDown, I can do it. I I it's for I me for me Nitro. it's more difficult to do Thunder and SmackDown, and then it is Nitro and Raw. I'm hoping because we only have, we have four episodes four more left episodes, yeah. of the three hours. I'm hoping in January it's a little easier because I, I pray to God he can't oh. cram this much into two hours. You don't Hopefully know that. You can watch it. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you the January episodes. Oh, that's good. Hopefully they're fucking available. But, you know, it's another, let's hope. another day. Let's hope. So let's go on to another day. Let's go to <laughs> Los Angeles. The Staples Arena. Staples yeah. JR, Arena. JR, you... We got a wedding, guys. Tess <sighs> and Stephanie. Commentary as your usual. Jerry the King Lawler and JR both in Texas. Uh... Let's go to our first match of the night, I guess, as as I call it, a ministry reunion, as it's Big Show with and Kane versus Big Boss Man and Viscera. Ooh, good. <clears throat> At least Brett was middle of the show. Big Show's opening. Well. God, God damn. Uh, show goes after Boss Man on the outside. Boss Man attacks Show with a nightstick. X-Pac then runs down and hits Kane with a chair and then the X-Factor. Uh, ex, uh, Albert comes out uh, and then helps Boss Man attack Big Show. Viscera hits a big splash for the win. Why wasn't Boss Man DQ'd since he hit him clearly in front of the ref with a nightstick? That's a good question. I um, was like, that's an Omega obvious DQ. Uh, I'm going to go with this WCW rules of anything can happen on the outside, but I don't know. Oh, I got it. Nope. <laughs> Thinking of Jesse the Body and Tony again. What, Tony? So you can shoot him on the outside? That's illegal? Uh, X-Pac gets in the ring and mocks Kane. Tori gets in the ring. Then X-Pac spits in her face and then hits her with a round spinning heel kick. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Am I the only one? And just uh, in terms of good questions, am I the only one getting tired of the X-Pac Kane feud? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sadly. Yeah. I'm, I'm about done. because there'll be a fucking tag team. I'm about done. Um, you're about done with this too as we get a history of Test and Stephanie's relationship. Together. Uh, we get Stephanie's amnesia, which I love, and like they're like things got in the way. Instead of Shane trying to ruin the relationship, it's Bulldog throwing the trash can. Just at retcon her. it. That first they five ret- months, they yeah. retcon the Shane storyline. Never happened. Never happened. That no, that whole SummerSlam love early for match. Yeah, never, never happened. happened. 
She proposes to him this time in the Of thing. course, Stephanie has to have the balls. Uh, then uh, DX comes on out, uh, commentary saying, hey, uh, they're not on the card tonight. Uh, oh, right at the beginning, too. Well, Triple H is like, there will be no wedding. The fans cheer. I'm like, that's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Triple H comes out and he has a little white rose pinned to his jacket. Uh, Triple H. Uh, but then arena music hits and Triple H's like, hey, we don't need that crap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, that was weird. <coughs> Who the fuck fell asleep at the wheel? Right? Jesus. Uh, especially when the franchise here is trying to cut a promo. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Triple H says Vince crossed the line. He made it personal. It's uh, Vince's fault that... Uh, that their feud is at the height of the war they're at right now. Uh, that the T.O.P., the Temporary Order of Protection, and Vince broke it, a.k.a. the Restraining Order. They have to be 50 feet, Vince has to be 50 feet away from DX or Triple H. Triple H shows the footage of uh, what Vince has done to DX, ramming uh, Finkel's car into the limo, attacking the limo with a baseball bat. You want to play the game. Triple H says that he will beat Vince at Armageddon. There also won't be a wedding tonight. Vince comes on out. I don't think that ramp's 50 feet, is it? Yeah, it's 50 feet. No, no. no. Uh, Vince makes fun of uh, Triple H having to have the protection, the restraining order against him. Vince says that he would do anything for his family. So Vince says there's going to be some matches tonight for DX. You don't say. Uh, Vince is going to give Tess a wedding present. Tess versus Triple H. Not for the title. Well, Big Show's the champ, so yeah, might be hard. Um, we're not like there's not going to give the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the rest of DX will be taking on Mankind, The Rock, and a six-man tag. Partner uh, to be named later. Yeah, I guess uh, he said it. Yeah, I know he said a partner they're choosing. Uh, Vince says no one will be involved in the wedding unless you have the McMahon name or invited by the family. And he goes, so help me God, if you're under contract and you interrupt this wedding, I will fire you on the spot. All right. Bum, bum, bum. Well, I'm just saying, I would have ha- given Test a title shot instead of Triple H, but that's just me. We go out with Al Snow as he's talking ahead about how he's saying uh, he's going to go show Mick that he's the, he should be the great special mystery partner and show that he's better than The Rock. Well, <coughs> well, you know. Let's go to our next first, second match of the night already. Matt Hardy with Jeff and Terry versus Edge with Christian. It's weird. It wasn't a tag match. Like I just I, they came out. I was like, we're just we're doing almost, singles matches? almost every time when right. Edge comes, Edge and Christian comes out. I mark it down as a tag so match. Do I. I'm like, it's a tag match. Well, because like when they came on the Hardys came out, it just said Hardy Boys on the yeah. the nameplate. I was like, why were we do- okay. Yeah. All right. uh, Matt hits a second rope twisting DDT and a second rope leg drop. Matt goes for a second rope double axe handle, but Edge reverses it into a reverse atomic drop. Matt hits a superplex. <sighs> Matt springboard drop kicks Matt to the outside. Matt hits the cameraman. Matt hits a crossbody on Christian. Hard. That cameraman took a spill. Um, Edge flips over the ropes and hits Jeff. Uh, Jeff gets into it with Edge and Christian. As Christian gets into it with Matt, Matt Christian throws Matt into the into a spear by Edge for the win. Can I tell you how much I miss uh, the camera being on the apron? Yeah, I miss that shot. I miss uh, just shots lasting longer than a half a second. Yeah, yeah. Where's that? But yes, I like I like the fact that you have the uh, 
you have them still being friends. They ha- they shake hands before the match, but then also, well, your brother's trying to screw my brother, and then vice versa. And then, then you know, kind of builds up a feud there. Let's get a recap of Stephanie's bachelorette party. As the girls are playing drinking and playing truth and dare. Why is Mae Young and Moolah there? Like, why? Because Stephanie doesn't have any friends. Haha. Those are probably all like office workers at Titan Towers. Right. Like, I don't think Stephanie knows any of their fucking names. But <laughs> May Mula there. Yep. There was, Hijinks. Ha ha, they're hilarious. I will say this. When the first time, when the first time I ever watched this, I didn't care. Now watching I'm like, but why? Uh, let's go to the ring with China as she says that she didn't press. was. Mula was recruiting. Looking for that next mm. crop of talent. Uh, China says she didn't press charges on Jericho because she wants to make him suffer and cry like a baby. Jericho, uh, China says to get him, uh, tells him to get out here so she can beat him up with one hand. Jericho comes out, says, you know, I can't face you tonight because what you did on SmackDown shows the footage of her hitting him with the hammer two times in the head. Jericho says that he had a concussion. He had a terrible Thanksgiving. Couldn't eat, couldn't sleep, couldn't play with his children. It's it. Uh, Jericho says uh, what, what he did he to must her. must have been hit really hard in the head with that hammer. Uh, what Didn't he, he have children yet. What he did <laughs> to her. What Jericho did to China. It was just a love tap. It just broke a nail. <laughs> yeah. Jericho says that, that with some physical therapy, he can face her at Armageddon and beat her there. I like it. Giant tell as then Jericho begins to start yelling and freaking out. China tries to tell him chill out, man. As Miss Kitty sneaks up behind and hits him, sprays him with a fire extinguisher. Except old Kitty was late, so she had to say chill out like seventeen fucking times. Chill out, chill out, chill out. No, she's really only there because tits, puppies. Well, she is wearing that thong. Um, then we get a recap again of Stephanie's bachelorette party as uh, someone shows up with champagne as May and Mula decide to rub his head. Because he looked like Cisco with the bleach blonde. Yep. Our next match, you guys. The Godfather with his hose versus Steve Blackman. Hey, she actually said it right now. Oh, damn it. Yeah, somebody corrected her. She said Blackman. <sighs> damn like, it. Oh, God damn it. All right, well, Blackman kicks Godfather in the gut for the win. Yeah, it was weird. I don't... I, so is he, is he away? Is Blackman away from his uh, Hitman character? Because that's what it looks like. I, I have I'm pretty nothing. sure that gimmick went away with Russo. Notice he hadn't been on TV since Russo was gone. So. Yeah. Uh, Somebody's like, why are you paying this guy money? Put him on TV. So let's go backstage with the Acolytes as they're playing cards with the Dudley boys. <laughs> uh, Acolytes saying, acting like they don't know how to play cards. Uh, looks like they'll be playing five-card draw tonight, folks. Well, that was the Dudleys that were exactly the same. Like ours. No, it was like Farouk and Bradshaw. They were like, I don't know what, what type of game you want to play. Uh, we're going to recap of them. Stephanie's Bachelor. It's just them dancing this time. And then we go backstage with Al Snow. She's telling Mick Foley that they should be the partner. Al says that... Uh, or Foley says that... Uh, Al, sorry. Al says that he won't tag in The Rock, though, if they're the partner. Foley says that he wants him to be uh, his pick, but it's up to The Rock. Foley says, it would be rock and sock, and now, as he's walking away, 
And now it's like, oh, I hate The Rock. And then you hear Mick go, no, you don't. <laughs> I like this, except for it's dawning on me. We're going to get a Rock Al Snow match. Yeah, yes, and we are. I, I, just, I, I couldn't care less. No, no one asked for that. No one needs that. Nobody wants but that. But the backstage stuff is funny with Foley. Yeah. Uh, we go our next match. Too cool with Rikishi. Rock Rikishi. Yep. Fought two. Versus the Hollies. Hardcore says that too cool isn't it isn't in the super uh, heavyweight uh, material, even though I think a month ago when they were heels they were. Uh, as soon as that music hit, uh, they're starting to get a pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's building a little bit every week. Holly, to a left and right cheek there. There it is. Holly makes fun of the Rock Kishi's weight by saying that he could be the next Santa. He has more dimples on his ass than golf balls do. Uh, Rakishi uh, attacks Crash. It's a squash match because Hardcore never gets into the match. Holly attacks too cool after the match, but Holly is outnumbered. Uh, Rakishi oh, hits a belly-to-belly suplex on hard on Holly. Rakishi hits a big splash on Hardcore. Then Too Cool and Rakishi dance once again. Yep. Stephanie's bachelorette party. A stripper shows up, but May and Mula take the stripper to another room. Yep. Who invited these dinosaurs? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We see Triple H and Tess getting ready for the match. So let's go to our next match. It's Tess versus... Triple it's H. It's to me to think that Stephanie should have hotter friends. So I was like, really? Yeah, I was wholly disappointed. This is what you roll with? Right. Well, it is company. Well, you know what it is. That way she's the hottest. And yet somehow not. I, right? Which is but, weird, right? But by theory, you know the theory with women. Yeah. yeah. Hang out with ugly ones. However, someone comes down the ring wearing a ref. It looks like we're having a special guest ref as he comes down wearing gloves and a Vince McMahon mask. Who could that be? Who could it be? Couldn't be Vince. He was taking a shit. Uh, as yeah, it could be that as, posture we've seen for three years in the ring. Yeah. As during the match, we cut back to Briscoe and Patterson as Patterson's telling Vince, come look at this. Come look at this spot. Uh, Triple H has Tess in the sleeper hold. The ref lifts Tess' arm and it goes down, so the ref starts slapping Tess to hulk him up. Uh, back and forth match here. Tess with a gut wrench powerbomb. Tess with the spinning sidewalk slam, uh, siding walk slam. Uh, Tess goes for the elbow drop, but Triple H rolls to the outside. Um, commentary is making a lot of comments about Tess's nose, about how Triple H might break it again before the wedding tonight. Triple H grabs a chair, goes for the swing, but the ref stops it. Triple H hits a face buster and goes for the pin, but the ref doesn't make any attempt to make the uh, pin. Triple H then punches the ref and tries to take the mask off until... Shane sprints down to the ring in a tux and hits Triple H with the chair. Tess hits the elbow drop from the top rope. The camera, uh, for the win, the camera shows Triple H and he has a big smile on his face. That's weird. You just lost the match. We have a big smile on your face? Interesting. We go back to Stephanie's uh, bachelorette party. Uh, the the guy that brought them champagne brings Stephanie one last shot and she says, take it, come on, you know, one last shot. So, yeah. She takes it. Uh, we see Triple H yelling at cops. At the, how in the hell could you not know that was Vince underneath the mask? Go arrest his ass. He's not wrong. No, he's not. 
Then we go to Cole, and he in the ring, and he shows highlights of the Gravy Bowl match. Ivory attacking the EMT. They bring out the EMT. Her name is Barbara Bush. The but president? F- no, but friends call her BB. Uh, she says that she was embarrassed on SmackDown, and then she goes, Ivory, I challenge you to an evening gown match. Does that make sense? I was embarrassed to show my tits on TV. I'll put you in a match where we show tits. Yep, makes sense. Ivory comes out and asks, what what does BB stand for? Blonde bimbo, big boobs, bird brain. <laughs> uh, big bush. Ivory uh, says they should have the match now, and Ivory rips BB's shirt off once again. Cool. We go backstage with Vince telling the cops that that wasn't him. Uh, Vince says he has two alibis. Briscoe and Patterson. Patterson's like, yeah, he was in the bathroom taking big shit. Go smell it. It's like, Pat, 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 Pat come on now. It's pretty classy. <laughs> go, take, go check it out. It smells. It smells. You can't smell that? <laughs> we see the bridesmaid getting ready. Our next match, it was Val Venus and, versus Kurt Angle. Kurt Val, Angle. Val makes some type of sex jokes comparing himself to Shaq. Uh, back and forth match. I think this match it was a little little more difficult for one Kurt Angle. He stepped up in quality to like the higher. He was in the F category. Now he's wrestling the D category. Yep. Uh, but however, Val goes for the money shot, but then the Bulldog runs down, trips him. Bulldog gets into it with Val. Bulldog hits Val with a chair, and then Angle hits the reverse fireman's carry for the win. Angle celebrates like he just won those medals once again. I love that he does, actually. It's, it, I get, like, Owen Hart vibes from it. It's really entertaining to me. Yeah. Uh, we see Tess's groomsmen getting ready. Jesus Christ. The Hardys, both men. As uh, someone Jeff. who had, like, 400 groomsmen, I can sympathize. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Jeff, Matt, Edge, Christian, Sean Stasiak, and DeLorean Brown. That checks out. Tess hangs out with a weird crew. We go, uh, we see Al yeah. with Mankind again. Al says he doesn't like The Rock as The Rock shows up behind Rock shows, uh, Rock's like, and who are you again? Are you the guy that cleans up the arenas? Who is this, Al? <laughs> uh, Al's like, you know me from like last week. You've known me way before this. Rock tells Mankind to tell his Al to go to the LA Kings locker room, put on a jock strap on his face, get a hockey stick, and, you know, stick that stick somewhere up, uh, Al's candy ass. Rock leaves, uh, Mankind and Rock leaves and Mankind's like, do I tell him now? And then uh, Mick's like, we're still on for Disneyland tomorrow, right? And they're like, yeah. And they high five. Jesus. So let's go to our next match. As it's going to be DX versus the Rock and Sock Connection and Mystery Partner. And the Mystery Partner is Kane. Who didn't see that? You don't say. Shocked I am. Uh, during the match, we see Al talking ahead, saying Mick needs my help, and it looks like Al's headed to the ring. Uh, DX keeps fully away from his corner for most of the match. Rock goes, uh, the crowd goes crazy when the Rock finally gets the tag. Rock hits the Rock bottom on Gun and covers him, but Road Dog is going to break it up. But Al Snow slides into the ring and hits Al- Road Dog with head. Fully then, uh, that costs them the match. Rock then hits the People's Elbow on one Al Snow. After the match, did nobody else have a problem with how long it took Al Snow to get there after that little part with the? Yeah, I was like, was like where did, did you he, go? Did he run to? He got lost. Did he run to Nitro and then back to Raw? He's, <laughs> he he spinal tapped it. 
Hello, Jesus. Cleveland. Oh, God, man. Cleveland. No, we lost. Yeah, he, he was gone for a while. Uh, we go backstage with the Dudleys and Acolytes as they're still playing cards. Um, Devon's like, hey, we're not your enemy. Bubba's like, we're not even like public enemy. And then like, yeah, their careers are over. Jesus, dude. <laughs> that was shots. Yep. Also, they're not wrong and fuck public enemy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we see the bridesmaids getting ready and we see Linda and then they we see their reaction seeing Stephanie for the first time. But we don't see... Then we see Tess talking with Vince, Shane, and Briscoe and Patterson. Uh, then we go backstage with the Dudleys and Acolyte still playing. <laughs> Bubba's like, I, Devon, I got this. Put it all on the put it all on the table. Five I'm betting draw. it all. Five card draw. I'm betting it all. Put your glasses on. Give me your watch. Put everything on. And but like, wait, what do you got, Bubba? I got six aces. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> But <laughs> both teams then begin to brawl with each other. <laughs> Bubba thinks that's a jackpot. That's fantastic. Bubba's an idiot. So good. Jackpot people. Uh, they show that the U.S. Today has actually covered the wedding, so they're getting publicity in the newspaper. They don't nowadays. I'm sure they paid money. Yeah. Then we see uh, DX laughing, and then guys. It's wedding time. It's wedding time. Uh, Lillian Garcia introduces all the bridal party. Uh, so each, you know, it's Edge and someone. And Alicia. Yeah. I honestly, D'Lo Brown and Mary. Cinnamon. Yeah. I Spice. honestly did not know. Shea. They should have just used Nitro. That would be amazing. Uh, I don't remember at all. Yeah, they're relevant. The wrestlers being groomsmen. Oh, I do. Uh, Unfortunately. <sighs> So they uh, get all everybody down there, and then they have people sing together. Yeah. So the guy, forever. very good. The girl, fucking terrible. Our love will last forever. Um. So Oof, that was a bad duet. So the wedding is over the top, but you know, yeah, it's a wedding. It's a wedding, and it's Vince McMahon's daughter. I so just, you know, it's gonna be that cheesiness. I lost it. Because they were, they were doing everything so, like, by the book. Yeah. That I loved it after they all came down. It's like, test, test. I know. This it was like, a test, test. Yeah. Test comes out to like, his theme what? music. Like, yeah. What are you doing, man? <laughs> like, he gets, like, the lights go out in the pyro. Like, what are we doing? I was yeah. laughing my ass. Test, uh, yeah. It's over the top. Test gets his promo. Well, what's crazy is apparently that wedding was in <laughs> the depths of hell with how much Test was sweating. Oh, right. Yeah. Holy fuck. This man did not want to get married. And then, <laughs> shit. And, and, and then the pastor does the line of, uh, if there's anybody here who doesn't think this couple should be together, and then. But, tr- no. Nobody does anything. Which Nobody does smart. anything. And then he starts to say, I now and pronounce you. you. And then one Triple H's music What's hits. Some, is this on? Uh, crowd pops, first of all. Yep. Well, they knew it was coming. There's one. Yeah. Uh, not with this Triple H is like, hey, hey, hey. I know <laughs> what you said, Vince, earlier about if someone interrupts that's not a McMahon, doesn't have the McMahon name or invited, but I have a video for you that you should check out. We cut to the Titantron, we watch this video, and it's Triple H driving with some guy in the back, video camera, uh, with the video camera, and they're driving, like, oh, look, there's uh, hotels here, cheap, there's some wedding, there's some uh, gentlemen's clubs here, 
Well, look at that. It's the little white Having castle. driven down that road, it is as seedy as it looked in that video. Yep. That is uh, that is the part of Vegas uh, people don't see in the postcards you go to. That is... That's the dirty side. Ooh, boy. Uh, <laughs> then we see the little white castle. As it's chapel. A, chapel. As they drive uh, through the tunnel. And they stop. Of love. They try to see what the uh, prices were. It's like, oh, 40 bucks. All right, let's That's do this. Do you know why? Cheap to the end. They use this, Joseph. No. This is where Bruce Pritchard got married. Of course. That's, that's Legit married his wife in that fucking tunnel. That sounds right. So they pull up, and the lady comes out and goes, Hey, aren't you Hunter Hearst Helmsley? He's like, You betcha I am. Oh, you're getting married? Yes, I am. To who? The camera pans, and it's a passed out Stephanie McMahon. Uh, <coughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, Do you have all the paperwork? You got the rings? 40 bucks? Yep, here you go, here you go. Triple H is trying to rush the lady. Can we just get to the straight to the I do's? Uh, somehow she hasn't noticed that Stephanie is unconscious. Nope, not one bit. As, yeah. uh, he's like, hey, we're in love, and we just want to get this moving. So they're like, uh, okay, you have to go like first, you know, Triple H, you, yeah, 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 Stephanie. He leans forward. Hi, Stephanie, to <laughs> Triple H, to your husband. Uh, do, do you say I do? Yeah, oh, yes, I do. Uh, so Triple H does the vows. So Triple H has the guy on the videotape get out and get the just married cans out and all that. And it turns out to be the bartender from the bachelorette party. Bum, 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 bum. Look at the page of the package on this. Right. Stat. His name was Gene. Me, uh, Gene. As then Triple H looks up the camera and goes, get a shot of the new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. When the camera cuts back and Stephanie's bawling and Vince's uh, bawling and Tess doesn't know what to do. Uh, Triple H says, as an immediate immediate member of the family, Dad, you must be asking yourself, not did we, but how many times did we consummate this marriage? Stephanie's yelling, I hate you as Tess gives chase. And that's how we end Raw. Guys, how did you think of this WWF wedding? Do you want to go first, Corey? No, go ahead. Okay. So I will spoil my own what the fuck with my reaction to this. For the last two weeks, you're going to rail against the parent-teacher council um, and and then run an angle where you drug a girl, force a girl into marriage, and rape her... And that girl is your own daughter. Cool. Super awesome. Yeah. I, uh, last week, I, like, I put this together. Like, I was just, like, watching. I was, like, and I knew what was coming. And I was, like, they're going to go this hard at that corporation. And then next week, knowing what they're going to run. Mm-hmm. Dude. Jesus, man. Because in their minds, that's different. This is entertainment. We're making... We're making uh, movies. <sighs> Hello, ladies. Corey, what do you oh, think? Oh, I fucking hated it. Hated every second of it. I hate every second of this fucking show. I might prefer Nitro to this. Don't hold me to it. I still have to figure. <laughs> but I hated every bit of this. I hated the 37,000 uh, vignettes with Stephanie and her fucking uh, bridal shower. I hated the wedding. I hated anything involving Triple H and the McMahons. I hated... I mean, Jericho was funny. And uh, the the last skit with the AP and the Dudleys was good, but I hated every other fucking minute of this goddamn show. 
It had nothing for me. Question as you're hot there. What did 1999 Corey think of this? Didn't like it either. Yeah. Didn't hate it to this amount. Yeah. But but then again, I'm just, I'm not a wedding, wrestling wedding dude. Like, so I was never like, oh, I can't wait. And you knew something was going to happen. So, I mean, and we'll get to it. Uh, There's stuff coming where I will very much probably flip some opinions. But talking about this show, this night, what they gave us tonight. It's terrible. I hated it. How about you? You never give opinions anymore. I do hear It doesn't there. matter what your opinion yeah, is. Thank you. Uh, I did watch this with the producer, as this was her... This is one of her draft picks. One of her draft picks. She loved this moment. And, and now? She went... She still likes it, and she just like, wow, it's a lot quicker than it was the first time. And I had the exact opera. I had the exact... I was Same. like, this I took I was like, forever. I was like, damn, this is going so long. when they got into... like, So, like, all of the people, including Stephanie, were in the ring, I paused it. I was like, there's still 10 fucking minutes of this show? Jesus I, Christ. I would say this. I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was... You're just a soft romantic gentleman. I am. I love the rom-coms. You're a hopeless romantic. I am. One day, I hope one... You I watch the one, breakup. I hope one day a, a man would drug me and take me to the little white chapel. And I mean, I mean, Devin is here. Devin tried like three times. You're tough to drug. Oh. Maybe he's just not man enough to drug <laughs> me the right way. <laughs> he was using Skittles, though. Oh. Was the problem. Yeah. He's using me placebo pills. What an idiot. <laughs> what a mark. What a mark. So, guys, what was the better show? Raw. Raw. Did um, I, I can't in good conscience give it nitro. I can't give nitro. I can't. I'll say nitro. You know why? Because you guys won't let me pick neither. Because that's my first pick. off, sir. My pick is neither. <laughs> first off, that's his pick. Second off, we when we first started this show, even with the first host, we went. We can't say neither. Yeah, I know. So we lumped me in with Jeffrey Mack. Yeah, how dare you? How but if dare was, you? But if there was ever one week where I wanted to pick neither, it's it's slapping me right in the face right now. This was. Fucking terrible, dude. But I will go with Nitro because I hated every minute of Raw. Yeah. I just didn't understand most of Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, better not to understand than hate. Got it. Okay. So, how did the ratings do? I imagine they fucking stomped Nitro. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, my God. I'm guessing sixes for a wedding? Easily. Stomped them. So, you're going to take both, say, six? I think both six. I'd say the sixes. Okay. Below a, th- below a three on, on Nitro. I'll say below 3.4. Okay. So last week, WCW did get a 3.4 to the mm-hmm. 5.5 for Raw. This week, WCW, 3.1. Okay. So okay. technically, Corey was right. WF, 6.5. <laughs> Went up a whole point. Fuck. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of them. Well, they built up this wedding That's easy months. to see, man. Yeah. You know, it's the payoff. So uh, I have a question before we move on. Going back in time, mm-hmm. when this first started, obviously the wedding was going to be shit. All weddings are shit. No one saw that being the end result. No. What did you th- wildest dream think was going to happen? If you had to go back in time to 99 to I, I'll July be honest, or whatever the fuck I'll it be started. honest. Since at the time, how many weddings have there been? Uh, Macho and Liz. Liz. Macho and Liz. Uncle Elmer and his wife. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, but that the was a legit wedding. I'm yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. Um, 
I don't think any since Smash Savage and Lost. I would say this since I. Well, I mean, Clash of the Champions almost had a Colonel Parker Sherry, but it was broken up. Yeah, I would say I I can tell you that '99 Joe was such a mark that I thought I honestly thought the wedding was going to go through. I th- I don't remember what I felt. I probably assumed there was going to be some sort of schmas where they just didn't finish the wedding and yeah. they never got married. Like DX storms the ring or some crap like that. That's probably what I assumed would happen. You know, Xbox on the cake or something. Yeah, some yeah. something like that. Yeah, not drug and rape Stephanie McMahon. No, didn't is... ha- didn't have drug and rape the woman on the, on the list of things that are going to happen. Not your on... bingo card. Nope. Jesus, no. man. But hey, high moral ground. This company. What do you mean, think? They didn't bait and switch. So what about you, Booble? <laughs> I think I'd rather bait and switch than. <laughs> Yeah, we're just, uh, you know, drugged and raped a woman on our show. My own daughter. Yeah. Uh, what did I think would happen? I thought, like, something... I thought at some point Stephanie would turn and they would break up. Like, Stephanie would become heel for some reason, and they would just break up and not have a wedding. Or, like, leave him at the altar. So that's Leave him what, at the altar? Yeah. yeah, like, kick him in the nuts. He'd be like, nah, yeah. I hate you. Whatever. I'm in love with Bulldog. Whatever nonsense they came up with. But <laughs> Bulldog runs down. Stephanie, it? I love you because I'm bizarre. It wasn't that. Can't confirm it was not that. Because I'm bizarre. All right, let's go to one of our favorite parts of the show. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. Jesus. Um, Um, Test versus Triple H. That was good. That's what I'm, I got. I'm giving that one too. It had too much hokey bullshit for me with the fake ref and the. You're taking a shit, Vince. Yeah. But Jesus, there's it's best no I got one. though. Can you name me one off Nitro then? Uh, Can you name one from Nitro? My only other contender was the triple threat of Nitro with Benoit. That's uh, actually where I'm Sting going. Benoit, Sting, yeah. Jarrett. Okay. I mean, again, overbooked, uh, crazy, but I just yeah, I preferred it. Uh, worst match. Hmm. Now here we have Jerry such... Flynn and the Wall was what I went with. Yeah, it's hard to go against anything involving the the, the what's it called the the block the block. Yeah, it's the block. Yeah. Who is your MVP? Oh boy, Jesus Christ! Um, uh, I got Bret Hart. Okay, sell me on that. Uh, I will try. <laughs> he doesn't have uh, There to wasn't much. Uh, he won his match, which was cool, and <laughs> then didn't get beat up at the end. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, had a decentish promo, and is the world champ. I don't know what to tell you. There's not much. Yeah, it's, it's slim pickings. <laughs> it's slim pickings. It's slim pickings this week. Uh, um, I, I, I will go with one, Hunter Hurstumpsley. For Jesus. raping and and drugging a woman. Wow! Uh, yeah. Sell me on that, Joe. Yeah, sell me on that, buddy. Well, I'm I'm going to say that never happened. And the most definitely, <laughs> definitely. He, he literally said it happened. It's on video, actually. They videotaped it. Maybe just once. I don't know how many times. Once is technically right. <laughs> you know, everybody knows it's the second time. It doesn't. I'm just going to say this. I like the idea of him raping. Of not him, right? that. I no, not. I like. I like. Go while you're behind you. I will. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, you gonna say Gene from the bartender? <laughs> I almost went Mean Gene. Black but, Doug. Yeah, Black Doug. <laughs> I almost went Mean Gene. But uh, MVP. Triple H. Wow. I just like his. I just. Like, I'll be honest. I just liked his facial reactions and his his smirk of like. 
Yeah, I did this. So what are you going to do? Fucking do about it, Dad? I gotta go, Bret Hart. I, I, I have no one else better. I, you uh, know, with this, with I guess maybe Sting a close behind because he was booked like a, a competent human you know, being. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who's your motive? Test. But dog, I uh, hope you enjoyed that push because that's fucking over now. Are we allowed to do uh, multiple? Sure. Sure. Go uh, a little A, little B. Vince, Shane, Linda, Stephanie, Test, Gerald, Patrick, Hunter, X Pac, Road Dog, Mister Ass. Uh, yeah, all of them. Yep, they yep. are all my motive. Yep. I am so done with all of this that I'm, I I can't even believe it. I hope we got two weeks for you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> what mm. if I told you that we weren't done with Kane versus X-Pac until April? Uh, I would say it's fun power for WWE. <laughs> yeah. Let me take her. I mean, this isn't wrestling, so Kane's got to do one Kane's feud. Kane's got to do something. Kane's got to have one feud that lasts forever, so... Yeah, that's cool. Uh, test. It looking good for you, buddy. Not yeah. looking good. That's why he was sweating. He realized this was the end, buddy. <laughs> this is where it is. This is the end. He was contemplating his career after this. Yeah. Yep. Maybe I can call Vince Russo. What are Motley Cruz up to? Wonder if I can call debut on Nitro next week as answer. Slobby up. What so, is the answer doing here? <laughs> so, Corey? Yeah. WTF. Uh, I'm not going to pick the easy hanging fruit of rape and, and druggage. And, I did that. Yeah. yeah we've already done that. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Spoiler, it will be the what the fuck on the award show. <laughs> I will just go back to... Um, wow, Nitro is disorganized <laughs> and, and scattered and just... Wow. And it still managed to be my show of the week because I had to pick one. It is... Uh, because of rules that I set forth six years ago, <laughs> yep. I had to pick one. Congratulations. It, you man. played yourself. You worked yourself into a ass. shoot. <laughs> what happened was I marked. I was a mark and a shooter, and I marked myself into a shoot dumb mark brother dude. Uh, we know yours. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I will be agreeing with one of you. <laughs> it's going to be Corey. <laughs> Just the fact that when we're we're just just discussing the show, you know, we we stay on track the whole time. We're you know we bring up some side stories that we need to to describe the situation that we that we're watching. However, when we're forty five minutes into the show and we're on the third match of the night for Nitro, and for once this night alone for Nitro, they had I think ten matches. That's low. Mm-hmm. It is. While normally they have fifteen. But they have too many of those off-site uh, with Johnny the Bull and Big Vito. So, uh, yeah, it's Nitro. I can't wait for another month from now. <laughs> One month from now, we're me. And you just know we're getting a disco in Lash LaRue versus the... Yes, we are. Vito and Bull at Starcade, right? It just, yep, it's so like, It's not even confirmed yet, so we get that. We already have Medusa and Courageous confirmed. Uh, it's going to be David Flair and Maestro for sure. That's, they're booking towards that. It sure seems like Luger and Sting. Yep. yep. Uh, Midnight yep. and somebody versus somebody that's irrelevant. Uh, guessing, because I can't remember. I've been Maybe so Booker T. Stevie Ray and Midnight yeah, versus... I'm, I'm guessing it's the six-man. Creative Control and Henning. Heat against Nazi yeah. Control no, and Henning. Nazi yeah. Control and Henning, yeah. Uh, we know it's Nash and Sid, Master of the Power Bomb. We know it's uh, Benoit and Hall, ladder match for the U.S. title. Yep. And uh, real quick, what do we know for uh, Armageddon? 
Triple H and Triple Vince. H and Vince, right? Triple H and Vince and Big Show and Bossman. Big Show. Well, they say Bossman's number one contender, but they haven't announced the match. That's yet. true. Yeah. China that and was Jericho my assumption. China and Jericho. So we have one match. And we know a, a two ta- match. And we know a tag team uh, turmoil battle royal thing. Damn. Yeah. So and Nitro technically has their show at for least their they're books. building. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to like what they're building, but they are building. We're one. A, after the midweek. We're a week away from Armageddon, and we know very little of the, mm. of the card. Yeah. Although, if my nightmares are to be believed, it's probably Kane and Xbox. There's a good chance. <laughs> yeah, there's an excellent chance. Probably the Outlaws. I guess Rock and Sock. Against Rock and Sock. They're the number one contender, so it stands yeah, to reason, right? Yeah, probably be that. No wonder they're waiting. It's just stuff we've seen a thousand times. So can't wait for that, but uh, let's wrap this show up. Uh, we have the midweek coming up. Thunder's back from uh, its week off for Thanksgiving. Uh, we have a couple weeks away from... Uh, a couple pay-per-view war stories coming up. Can't wait for all that. Uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right. NoSellEntertainment.com. You can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. 